St. Michael's, will you please stand? Lord, thank you for the joy of this Christmas season. As we come into your presence, Lord, help us to hear your word and to feel your love, Lord.
Sunday of our Christmas season. And remember, not only is it a season, more than one day, but there's a reason for the season. And don't forget the reason when you're having so much celebrating the season. Amen. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me, that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution, remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit.
The Lord be with you. Let's pray together the Colette. O God, who wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature, grant that we may share the divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity, your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Children. See you, kiddo. Yeah, I was going to pray for them if they want to come up. This is the time we pray for the little kids. Thank you, Lord, for these children, and we pray, Lord, that uh, you just give us increased wisdom as we all enter into seeing them come into the full uh, fullness of your glory as adults, Lord, and just just give us the uh, the patience and the understanding to just fill them with a full and complete understanding of your glory in Jesus' name, Amen. First reading is Jeremiah 31, commencing at 7. Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the ends of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, the woman with child, And the one who labors with child together, a great throng shall return there. They shall come with weeping, and with supplications I will lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, he who scattered Israel, Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. The word of the Lord. Thank you, Today's psalm is Psalm 84. We will read it by the half verse. How lovely is your tabernacle. My soul longs, yes, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you. 
As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. They go from strength to strength. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. O God, behold our shield. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. O Lord of hosts, glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, Today's second reading comes from the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1, starting at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise and glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Luke, chapter 2, beginning at verse 41. The parents of Jesus went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when Jesus was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned... The boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now so it was that After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And Jesus said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. 
Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to the Lord Christ. Well, we've had uh, quite a uh, beginning to our Christmas season, uh, and I hope you all got everything you wanted from Santa. Uh, <laughs> I know that uh, those two kids yesterday did. We, <laughs> we had a wonderful wedding here. Uh, I'm going to sit today, if you don't mind, because my uh, back has been... Me. Let me get my notes here. Well, today is the uh, the beginning of a season. It began on Christmas, and uh, it's uh, it's twelve days. Indeed, those twelve days it's supposed to be a, a season of celebration, but also. It's a season where we want to constantly remind ourselves of this incredible feat that God has accomplished for us. And in that doing has created for us the opportunity of a lifetime. And uh, that's reflected in today's Colette. We pray, O God, who wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature, grant to us that we may share the divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity, your son, Jesus Christ. And so we begin looking at the covenant that's created there, and it, it's an amazing covenant because it's uh, it's created so it's all on Him. Oh. He can take it. No matter what you've done, God's big enough that He can carry it on His shoulders. He holds the whole world in His hand. What a great song, but we don't ever sing that anymore. Maybe we do in the, we don't know, the kids in, the, in their Sunday school. But what a profound understanding that we really need to get a hold of, that, that nothing is impossible for God. And because of this simple little covenant that we have going on, or don't, we have this opportunity to lean and rest in the hand of Almighty God. And so, the writer of this fully understood and appreciated 
and made it a prayerful consideration, which is what a call it is. It's our prayer, right? And we should continually ask to share and participate in this divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity. It's a huge order, believe me. To be divine as Jesus is, is to be as the Holy Spirit of the Father. And we probably aren't. And yet Jesus gives us the assistance of the Holy Spirit to fulfill the plan of the Father and the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, so that we can do the impossible and we can succeed. But what does it require on our part? Like I said, it's kind of a one-way covenant. Well, he said one simple phrase, if you believe. And of course, I don't know how long your walk has been with the Lord, but mine's been years. And that profound um, challenge still challenges me sometimes. Where I find I have to grapple and gather my faith back together and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I serve the God of all creation, and He can do what I can't. What a bargain. Scripture tells us Jesus was tempted in all ways, the same way we were, and He overcame sin and shortcomings. You know, I was thinking today, as I read that the uh, the gospel message, <clears throat> this is the story where, of course, Jesus pulls this on his parents. And uh, you wonder, what in the world is going through that boy's mind? <clears throat> I mean, the common courtesy. Can you imagine uh, if you're child of, not, not any really, an adolescent, he goes missing for three days? The anguish and suffering. Well, we'll give Mary the benefit of the doubt because she obviously had an inside on uh, this little kid that Joseph may not have really comprehended uh, as well as her, but, you know, nevertheless, what an amazing experience. And it really got me starting to wonder, what was his life really like? You know, he's 33 or something when his ministry starts, 30, 33 to 33, they say, a three-year run. He's crucified. And, um, but all the rest of the time, apparently, he had these things going on inside of him, Chris. He had these abilities 
And when did they really, you know, kick in? We know that they're officially uh, begin at the feast, uh, the wedding feast at Cana, when his mom, being a mother, <laughs> Mom, it's not my time. I don't care. I told you we need wine. <laughs> like, okay, Mom. But what I realized this morning, I think for the first time, is this, it's a real, real question how much he knew when and how much, you know, I, in fact, what I was thinking about was Superman, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Superman's, he had to grow up and they have all these stupid movies. I'm not a Superman fan, believe me, but, <laughs> but it's a picture or a demonstration of what uh, can be going on in somebody's life. We have no idea. We have no idea what what's really there and the potential. Uh, and it makes it even more profound when you get to the end of your contemplation, you realize three years. Three years, and that was it. All that development, these are considered his developmental years that this uh, gospel lesson comes from today. And so, we get these insights that uh, Jesus is created in a physical human being with the potential problems that could and normally all created people, human beings, deal with. And it tells us that he was tempted in all the same ways, and yet he overcame sin and shortcomings. So important is this to him. I never thought about this either till this morning. So important was this principle, and usually when he gives these monumental principles. It's for us, not him. He, he obviously gets it. He came as God. He left as God. So important is him that the first thing he does is defeat the devil. Remember? He goes and gets baptized by John and goes up into the mountain and the devil goes to bat with him. And they duke it out. The very first part of his what is called his ministry to mankind. Hmm. That shows you how important it is to him to demonstrate to you and me that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. as Paul found out and proclaimed. So Jeremiah, it's no wonder that even back in his day, there's a revelation 
of God's presence in mankind's life. And he declares, sing with gladness for Jacob and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. <coughs> what causes normally the need for God's salvation? Bad luck. No, not bad luck. Drinking for drinking water. <coughs> Went down the wrong pipe. I, I already have a cold drop. <coughs> I just breathe in my water. Not bad luck. <coughs> Choice. You may choose this day whom you will serve, but as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, what we find is an adult Christian, <clears throat> my dear friend Stephanie, is, is a really good example of that. I'm so proud of her. <clears throat> She's weathering the teenage years. <coughs> She's actually coming out on the other side with this beautiful young woman, inside and out. Frankly, being a married man, I care most about the inside. And uh, I'm just really proud of you. And I encourage you, Stephanie, it only gets harder when you go to college because the uh, professors are crazier, <clears throat> far more liberal, and, uh, you know, I had several times during my academic career, because I have a few degrees, <clears throat> where I did studies as part of projects that I was required to do for my degrees. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm constantly watching in the world of education to see when other studies and polls are done to create for us an understanding of where that profession is. <clears throat> And there's never been a time that I have studied in the history of the United States where the, uh, the overwhelming tendency on the part of education, particularly K through high school, which well, I'm going to tell you where it comes from in just a second, is so extremely liberal. And... Uh, I can d demonstrate it throughout life. I don't want to get too far diverted on this deal, but I, 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 
In many school districts today, it's more important in junior high school age children, this is policy set by the districts, not by the parents, it's more important to teach uh, sex education than it is to teach math and English and writing skills. That's a terrible condition because it's the family's place, the mother and the father's, to teach those things in conjunction with their churches. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to finish up here my message. <laughs> Just as in the day of Jeremiah, as we use the prayer, which was the cotlet we use today, where we ask the Lord, grant that we may share the divine life with him who humbled himself to share our humanity. As, as we stay embraced in Jesus Christ, what we can expect is that it's going to be a favored time of the Lord. It's, it's automatic, trust me. And sometimes I feel it and sometimes I don't. But it's always my fault if I don't. The few times in my life that uh, the Lord has withdrawn himself most of those during my years as a clergyman, you kind of get, that's graduate school where he really starts to deal with you in some areas that I really apparently and um, admit deserve to be dealt with. But generally speaking, it's always us resisting him and, and vice versa. All we have to do is call upon him, and he's there, and he's there now, and he's there for you. And often, even if you're wrong, he'll work that out later. But to get you out of what you're involved in, and to get you where, a place of safety and prosperity, he will go out of his way. That's the God we serve. He's ready, he's willing, he's abundantly, far beyond all we can imagine, able to complete this work and development in you. That's a wonderful thing. He's a covenant-making God, and he well demonstrates that in all ways of his coming, he took upon himself the sins of the whole world. Past, present, and future. And so his only motive was to remove their sins and hindrances. And it is to this day. That's it. All he wants is for you to be all you can be. And he knows that he holds the whole world in his hand. Obviously, that's the guy who you want to be with. That's the guy who you want to embrace his power and his energy and his humanity and his divineness. 
You see, we were destined and deserving of death, Scripture speaks of, the penalty of our sin. But out of his love for us and his respect for his fallen creation, he gave his own life. And he substituted in our place and was himself sent nobody else. He came himself and was murdered and crucified for us. And let me tell you, that's who we serve. And by goodness, it's who we should be thankful that we ever are allowed to meet. And I want to encourage you, as I end this little understand that meditate on that and do everything you can in the highways and the byways to introduce Jesus Christ to others that don't know him or to reintroduce him to those who may have swayed and you know they were church people, but uh, <clears throat> then they got on this uh, golf foursome, and, and so now that's what they're doing on Sundays. You meet people every day. Some terrible needs they're dragging around, and they forgot the very source of their salvation. We have the opportunity to reintroduce them. And for People like you, Stephanie, <clears throat> you think of what creative ways, and you just remember what God has done for you, and he wants you to do that for every one of those. I can't even imagine in the school settings that you kids find yourselves in nowadays, <clears throat> you come in contact with kids at the lunch hour who maybe contemplating suicide. But we have an opportunity not only to embrace life itself through Jesus Christ, a true, a fulfilling, an overjoyful life in Him, but we have an opportunity to share that, to share that with the world. And I really want to encourage you to do that anytime you can. Amen? Well, thanks be to God. Let's continue. Ah, that's better. Brothers and sisters, Jesus came that we may have access to the Father through the Holy Spirit. Therefore, with confidence, let us approach our God for our needs and the needs of others. That the church will act as the conscience of the state and oppose it whenever it governs contrary to the will of God. Lord, in your mercy, 
that the church will grow in unity in order that the world will know that Jesus was sent by God the Father, Lord, in your mercy, that all nations will walk in the light of Christ, Lord, in your mercy, that we will trust God and be strengthened by his grace as we face the challenges of this new year, Lord, in your mercy, that we will see Christ in others and be Christ to one another. Lord, in your mercy, that those who are sick will join their sufferings to Christ while they wait for their healing to come. Lord, in your mercy, that those who are near death will come into a relationship with the Lord before their pilgrimage on earth is ended. Lord, in your mercy. Even when we've been unfaithful, Hear the prayer and give us the grace to better understand the mystery of your love that has been demonstrated to us through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Turn and discreetly share the peace. Bishop, we're always blessed to have this worship team. <laughs> we're blessed today to have uh, Father David uh, Anderson with us and uh, Jody. Uh, <coughs> I might be prejudiced of my best friends, but <laughs> uh, and so David's going to help me uh, distribute the. Uh, the Eucharist this morning, but uh, I hope you guys had a great time down here, and you won't forget us. They live in Colorado, and uh, we had an amazing, thrilling evening the other night. Uh, we watched their house being surrounded by flame, and uh, we prayed and pushed back the forces of evil, and so it's kind of ugly around their house now, but their house is still standing and looks real nice. Great to have you guys. Well, we got a couple of announcements. Uh, we have a men's meeting at 9 a.m. on the 15th of this month, so please join us. And if you have uh, any questions, you can contact Father Lewis. He'll be leading that. And then also our Sanctity of Life Sunday is the 16th, which is the day after our men's meeting, the Feast of Our Lord and Giver of Life. One last announcement, I don't know if, you've any, if any of you noticed, the nursery was repainted and taken care of. And so go in and take a look. It looks really good. Half our congregation is not here today, so... I'm kind of speaking just to a few of you. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and take a look and let them know that it's been redone. Let's pray for our offering. As soon as I find it. Through Christ, 
let us continually offer to a sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him even more. Come if you have a lot of faith. Come if you have a little faith. You who've been here often and you who haven't been here long. You who've tried to follow. You who failed. You come because it's the Lord's table. He invites you to come. It's his will that those who want him would meet him here. So you come. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him, the holy exchange that restored our life has shone forth today in splendor. When our frailty is assumed by your word, not only does human mortality receive unending honor, but by this wondrous union, we too are made eternal. And so in the company with the choir of angels, we praise you. And with joy, we proclaim. your holy indeed the fountain of all holiness let your holy spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy so they may become for us the body and blood of our lord jesus christ before he's given up to death the death he freely accepted he took bread and gave you thanks he broke the bread he gave it to his disciples and he said take eat this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave thanks and praise. He gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. 
in memory of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world and make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all the clergy. Remember especially those who are sick or infirmed in spirit, soul, or body. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken, and as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles and the martyrs and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God and Father, now and forever. Jesus taught us to call God Father, so we have courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, sacrificed for us. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the cup of my salvation, the blood of the Lord.
to uh, pray and lay hands on Stephen Powers. What a great young man. Well, that's a wonderful opportunity. Just be careful. Don't let him ruin your mind. (laughs) Well, we bless this young man. He's always been a man of God as long as I can remember him. And Lord, we just pray that he would be a radiant presence in that place. That he would confound the wise, Lord. To cause him to confound the wise. And let his, just his presence and his, the peace that passes all understanding that's inside of him, Lord. Let it just radiate out and cause such a stir, Lord, among others. And give him openings, Lord, to share his mighty faith among them. In Jesus' name. You'll do good. Okay. Well, let's pray together our Closing. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you've graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual in the bottom of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace. Grant us great courage to love and serve you with gladness and singles of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world. He can ruin our souls. Right? (laughs) Amen. Remember the gospel. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world himself, not counting men's sins against them. And he loves us. He's forgiven us. He's not mad at us. And best of all, he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. The blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.
Okay, bye. Peekaboo. 